Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Hashtag Behind Relationship Goals. I am Fofo. And I'm Bones. For today's episode, the topic is all about hobbies. Hobbies, hobbies, hobbies. So Fofo, if we're going to talk about hobbies, maybe let's just go right into it. Ano ang mga kinolek mo nung bata ka? Okay, yeah. Let's start at the beginning the as beginning, usual. The it's very always beginning. nice to start. It's always nice to see the origin story Uh-oh. of anything, isn't it? Parang so, superhero movie lang. Pero ito naman, hobbies. Yeah, so for my hobbies, the very first hobby I could ever think of was something that was imposed on me by my parents. Oh, really? <laughs> well, not that imposed, but they just gave it to me and said, hey, you can try collecting coins ah. and gemstones. Because my dad uh, had a jewelry business, so he gave me a box and an album of coins and gems. And that was super duper cool. But not yung gems na mahala. Okay, I was thinking like, not yung gems yung this na is mahala. like a hobby for like, People when they're older, when they have a job, and more, you're a child. More like gems na cool-looking rocks. Okay, gotcha. So not gems like emeralds, diamonds, none of that. Okay. I so, couldn't even pronounce the rocks. So these are things that you would probably find on the beach. Something like that. Okay. Something like, Or in the mountains or whatever. So that was the first one. And I was actually super excited because I was like, oh yeah, I get to be a collector. So just the idea of having... That collector label was super cool to me. So I super appreciated what my parents <laughs> did because they made me feel like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm a treasure hunter. So lahat ng mga coins I started collecting. So it was just a nice concept and I'm super thankful. I don't think my parents even know what they did for me during that time. <laughs> but it really made me feel special that I was like, oh, I'm a collector now. Like I have that label. That's so cool. And when you talk about collector, for me naman, I collected Pokemon. Pokemon cards. Wow. So I was Yan ang mahal. <laughs> Kasi ako piso-piso lang ako and I would just pupulutin ko lang yung mga coins na nandoon or hihingi ako sa mga tito and tita ko. Yan ang mahal. <laughs> no, I would really save up for it. So if I found like coins lying around the house, I would collect those coins like you, but I would put it in a piggy bank so that I could buy yung mga packs of like 5 cards or yung mga 10 cards and I would really make sure na Okay, I'll ask for some maybe on my birthday or on Christmas. But I was really collecting and trading cards with people in school. Because oh. there were certain cards that I wanted to get. And I remember that I traded a holographic Charizard for a Mew. Too, for a Mew. A holographic Mew. Okay, so when did this start? I'm curious, like, why Pokemon trading cards? Who asked for this? Who gave it to you? What was spent my parents gave this to me as a gift. They gave me the Pokemon cards as a gift. And I think I was in the second grade, if I remember correctly. Second to third grade, naginawa ko to. And it was something that I treasured. So I made sure na I took really good care of it since I knew na it was something that I cherished dearly. So I bought like those binders and I had the card slots for it so that I made sure na, okay, I don't want to fold in my cards. I don't want it to get dirty because if I'm going to trade this with somebody, kailangan, it has to be in tip-top shape. Okay, so I assume that this Pokemon card collection grew over time because my 
my coin collection and gem collection did not last at all. It lasted <laughs> maybe like 10 days and that <laughs> was it. <laughs> 10 days and then it would just be in my cabinet and then I would just look at it from time to time over the years. I remember playing Pokemon cards. Like I actually got into the game for a certain time. And I even brought these cards when we moved to the Philippines when I was in the fifth grade. But sadly, nawala lahat ng cards ko nung bumaha yung bahay namin noon. Oh, okay. Nung mga grade six ako noon. Okay, so tell me, how did this grow? Honestly, it just grew from my parents. So it was also my parents' initiative to give me something. And I don't think they actually thought na ikokolek ko tong mga to. So did you buy more? Did you spend on it? Did they give you more? Did you ask for more? I'm curious. I did ask for more, oh. but it wasn't that much. I would have four pages of cards. Okay, so it didn't grow to an insane amount. No, it didn't because I didn't have enough money to buy them anyways. So there was always a roadblock because I didn't have money to spend on it. And my parents didn't want to excessively spend on it either. Okay, so now we move on to me. So later on, I had some chosen items to collect ah. already. And I remember when this started. This was in elementary school. So mga prep, grade 1, grade 2, <laughs> grade 3. I guess it also lasted up to middle school. So, three things. Pecs. Pog, Jolen. <laughs> Jolen. So let's start with Pog and Tex. I think those are the two things Tex that started. Tex yung ganun, di ba? Yung pinipitek. Oh, oh. And then Pog, yung sinaslam mo na may slammer. Ay, hindi ko alam yung Pog. Pog are the round cards that you stack together. Ah, yung parang cardboard. And then you slam it. Yeah, you slam it. And then kailangan when you slam it, maraming bumaliktad. I never played that, but I saw a lot of people playing it in grade school also. Mm -hmm. Kung bumaliktad siya, then you get to keep it. And then yung cool, pag isa na lang, kailangan pitikin mo with the slammer para mag-flip. Kung hindi mo ma-flip, dahil wala. Yun yung mahirap. And then, lahat kami may style. Okay. Siyempre, blow the slammer. <laughs> Then may sinasabi sa slammer. So may mga Tapos, ritual. Oo, oh, may ritual talaga. <laughs> yung ibang mga tao, dinidilaan pa yung yeah! slammer. May ibang tao, dalawang slammer yung gagamitin. And then madaya kasi syempre yung mga mas may, ano, yung mga mas may pondo, yung slammer nila, mga bakal, mabibigat. Oh. I never had that. I always Grabe had naman. the super thin slammer <laughs> that was always super weak. <laughs> I was such a weakling. You were a noob. I was a, I was, I was a noob. I was you had a... the skill, you just didn't have the equipment. No, I didn't have the skill either. Oh, okay. I can easily say. It's okay. <laughs> so, Pog was where it all started. And I remember seeing these people with like super nice Pog cases. Mm -hmm. And me, I would only keep the Pog in my pocket. Oh, really? And I only had a handful of Pog. <laughs> <laughs> it was like nothing. Talaga. It, was like, it was just my first memory of collecting something. And I had zero cash. So I remember my friends would just give me, because yeah. they taught me how to play. Yeah. Never was I given by my parents, because I never told them. I, had, I didn't have that concept of asking from my parents. Ah, okay, yet. okay. So that's just my very first memory na galing sa akin yung desire to collect yeah. sa Pog. And then that also spilled over to Tex, which mm -hmm. is very similar to Pog in terms na naglalabanan kayo. And then Jolen or Marbles or Holen. <laughs> so I also started that because of my friends and my classmates. Mm -hmm. And they would just give me. They would just give me some stuff and I would just keep some. 
Yeah, because growing up, diba, parang you said that your parents didn't spend a lot on toys and you and your siblings had to share throughout the years because and and your parents were like, we're not going to spend this much money on every single one of them. So you guys are going to share. Yeah, but you know what, Bonnie? I just realized right now that that was the first time, those three first hobbies of mine was the first time that my competitive fire was ever stoked. Because... Yeah. Yung Holland and yung Pog and yung text, there was always something on the line, which were your cards. Yes. Or your Pog and or your Holland. And if you didn't Holland, do well, then it would then go to somebody would, else. It would go to someone else. And I always wanted to win. I always wanted to win my opponent's items and yeah. materials. So I think that's where it all started. Because I wasn't playing basketball, there was mm-hmm. no sports yet. Yeah. So. Interesting. I just realized that now. So for you, it was being competitive. I think that my being a collector made me into a hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Explain. So I collected Pokemon cards, but I also collected stickers when I was younger. And I still do until this day. But my favorite stickers that I would put in a little sticker album were the ones you scratch and smell. Like, I love those. And I would put one of those scratch and smell stickers I would have like a line of them on one page because if I was just feeling sad or if I wanted to smell something specific, I'd be like, here's my sticker album. I need to smell like cherries right now. (laughs) I can imagine you doing that. So I had those stickers and it was just so fun because each page of my sticker album had a theme. And even if I think that na develop yung hoarding habit ko. I also think na na develop din yung pagiging organized ko sa hoarding ko. Because I made sure na each page had a specific theme. One would be sparkly, one would be scratch and smell, and the other ones would have texture. It's pretty cool that we got these characteristics simply by collecting stuff. So there was a good and bad thing to this origin story of yours and just to close the earlier part Mm -mm. of my hobby years the last hobby that i can think of when i was younger was tamiya so there was a time when tamiya those race cars that you put on a track Ah. and that you race them and the reason why i was able to get into that was because nabudol ko yung daddy ko kasi yung tatay ko yung tatay i didn't know without knowing it yung tatay ko kasi mahilig sa kotse so the fact that Tamiya was like mini race cars, she actually put out a bit of money to give me that first Tamiya. Wait, are Tamiyas like Hot Wheels? Similar to Hot Wheels. Okay, Victor was the one that collected So you Hot build Wheels. that. But the thing is, it was so expensive. So after that initial outlay from my dad, I never got again. Because it, I remember it would take me like a month and a half to get one really? part. Because you can buy an engine, you can buy the chassis, you can buy the wheels, you can buy the accessories, then you can buy the body and the stickers. And I just would never have enough money. And Fofo, parang hindi na yata pambata yung Tamiya. No, it was it was for kids. A lot. Really? No, I mean, there were a lot of older people who would spend loads of money on it, but there were a lot of kids also who got into it. Okay, that's so cool and so interesting. Like, bata ka pa lang, mahilig ka na dun sa mga building na... Yeah. Mga scenarios. And then there were a lot of competitions. 
So in the mall or in mga car wash. <laughs> so I was able to go to one with my dad and then That's I lost so, so bad. Aww. So my car my car went around the turn and since it wasn't built very well because it was me, I was a kid, <laughs> it flew off the track and Aww. I was sad. And I think my dad was a bit sad also because he was a bit underwhelmed that nothing happened. <laughs> I think he was like super excited that something crazy would happen. So that's my story. I wonder if there are anybody in the audience who had the same hobbies as me and Bonizi. Maybe you're reminiscing as we talk about it. Yeah, if you guys have any hobbies that you want to share, please put it in the comment section now. So now we move on from our hobbies from when we were younger to hobbies that we could actually spend on as adults. Like we had the privilege and to purchase whatever we wanted. Okay, so my you go first. For me, I think one of the first things that I collected when I had my paycheck na was Lomography cameras. Okay. I loved Lomo cameras and I loved them for their look because they look very old school. But I also love the process because you didn't know what kind of photo you were taking. You didn't know if you were overexposed, if there was going to be light in the photo. And you also had to go to a specific place just to have them develop because hindi siya parang cell phone or camera na digital camera nakita mo agad. So it, there was always like a mystery to Lomo cams for me. And that's why I started collecting them. At may pagka-hipster ka dati ng konti. Hipster talaga oh, okay. I was trying to be nice. Hipster Bonizzi. vibes talaga si Bonizzi noon eh. So what age was that? This was around 15. 9. No, no, no. Siguro no. mga, I would say 19 years old to mga 22. I collected them because I collected them just before we got together. And whenever we would go on like trips, I would always have a Lomo cam around my neck. Remember when we first started I do, dating? I do. And we would have like super cool pictures, but I didn't know what was going to come out of these pictures. It was just pretty fun. I remember one trip in Subic where you had a Lomo camera and I was just taking random photos <laughs> and Bonizi still has copies of those photos. The photos of our first trip to Subic together as boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, killing vibe. Cute, What's cute, up? cute. I have it. I have some of those photos on Instagram, but you aren't on them. Yes. Just parang, the photos of me. Parang medyo patagupan. Oh, naman. Patagupan oh, oh, talaga naman. tayo nung time na yun eh. Ikaw naman, Fofo, ano yung isa sa mga kinolek mo when you were earning money na? So, I started earning money after college. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that comes to mind would be the sneaker collection. I had an insane sneaker yeah. collection. And I remember how this started. So, my dad passed away back in 2000. And the one thing that I remembered about him was that he always had these Air Maxes. One time when I was on the web, I saw these Air Maxes for sale and they were like $70, 3,500 pesos. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, how nostalgic. I want to get this. Yeah, and you wanted it specifically because this was the pair that your dad had. Yeah, it was super harmless. So it was just nostalgia that made <laughs> me buy this. I bought it. It finally arrived. I bought it from the US buy. They had mm -hmm. to ship it here. And lo and behold, that was the start of something crazy. And when I say crazy, like cray cray talaga. Like he was ordering shoe after shoe after shoe. And I was just like, huh? Sangaling to. I was ordering balikbayan boxes full of sneakers for myself, for Bonizi, for, for my siblings. It was crazy. I had no idea that that one shoe that I bought was going to turn into that. And it just turned into it slowly. I bought that first shoe and I was like, oh, there's a classic version of this shoe, like mm -hmm. the red and white. Okay, let me buy this. Yeah. 
And it just snowballed. I was like, Bones, I look so cool in these shoes. Yeah, dahil They're doon, so cool. Dahil doon, nabudol mo ako, Fofo. Nabudol mo ako into buying sneakers also. And that was also the start of Bonizi slowly starting to appreciate sneakers because she wasn't super into it either. No, before I would always just wear white or black sneakers. That's it. Like color was not in the picture when it came to my shoes. But Fofo opened my eyes into the beautiful wor world of color for sneakers. It even came to the point, the height of that hobby the height of my sneaker collecting was the time when I thought I wanted to put up a sneaker shop. Mm -mm. And I was seriously looking at ways to be able to do it. It just never materialized, yeah. thank God, because it's a, it's a tough space to be in. Okay, now that we're married, what are the things that we collect as a couple? The first thing that comes to mind that we collected together would be... Uh, it is the coffee, isn't it? It's the coffee. It's equipment. the coffee. Because Mikael and I started drinking coffee in 2013. 14. 14, after Miss World. Yeah, I, I was raining at that time. Mikael would always go to this coffee shop near his house, and that's where we would have our little dates. Because we would always be by the bar, nakatalikod kami sa mga tao. So, for moments when we wanted to be a little bit discreet about our relationship, that's where we would hang out most of the time. So, we developed our love for coffee, and that eventually translated into wanting to be able to make coffee on our own. Mm -hmm. So, we wanted to buy the coffee brewer, coffee cups and it just grew to what it is now coffee is an essential part of our life we have a coffee station over here over my left shoulder yeah. and we're still collecting up to this day i can't imagine our life without our coffee collection because it's something that is such an important part of our day and i think it really brings us happiness so if anything i think our coffee collection will only grow from now Siguro buy and sell na lang natin. No? Mm -hmm. Benta na lang kung hindi na nagagamit masyado. Okay, so coffee has been in our lives for the past seven, eight years. Mm -hmm. But recently, since we got married, like past year and a half, there's a new hobby that has come up. One day, Fofo went up to me and said, Bones, I have a gift for you. And you know Fofo, he always has a gift for me. But at the end of the day, it's gonna be his, right? <laughs> So it's happened multiple times and for this time around, he showed me a keyboard and I was like, ah, a keyboard. What's so special about that? Sobrang wala siyang pakialam. It was an Ann Pro 2 and I bought it for her, but I was the one using it to be honest with you. He bought these cool keycaps because they had different colors and I thought that was pretty cute. But honestly, I didn't find anything too special about it because, I mean... What's so special about a keyboard, right? Yeah, but for me, I was super into it. I was so intrigued in the keyboard circles to the point that Ponizi and I went to Taiwan, of course, to go there for coffee and to go on a vacation, but we also went to this weird building where the office of a keycap maker was. Ponizi, you weren't into it yet? No, I But was we like... actually went there and that's how intense my... That's how intense my desire to get into that keycap and keyboard hobby was. So eventually we went to that place and they were closed. So we didn't get to see anyone or talk to anyone. I was just like, okay, whatever. Let's just go on our coffee trip right now. How did your love for keyboards start? I wanted to buy my own keyboard because I thought Mikael's was cute at one point, eventually. Okay. And okay. you told me, okay, if you want to get this keyboard, do your research. 
as always, Mikael wants me to look into something before I actually spend on it. Is it something that I really want? Invest your time into getting to know about keyboards. You gave me a couple of websites that I could look at and read about. And from there, I just took a deep dive and oh my goodness, I was like, I need this ASAP and I need it right at my doorstep right now. Okay, so let's flash, uh, let's fast forward to the present. What is your keyboard hobby like now? I love keyboards. <laughs> From before, from me being like, a ah, keyboard, whatever, or whatever, I don't even care. Now I'm like, oh, I have a keyboard. I want to show you this. And I even made an IGTV about my keyboard because I love it so much. To the point that every week, at least several times in a week, Bonizi joins Raffles para manalo siya ng keycap. Okay, one not keycaps, key okay? I'm talking about one keycap. These are called artisan keycaps. Some of them are handmade. Some of them have great and crazy and intricate designs. And Bonizi really joins these raffles. She will stay up late or wake up early in the morning just to join the raffles in hopes of winning it. And when you win it, mm -hmm. you have to buy it and they are super expensive. It is an expensive hobby, I will have to admit. Dahil Don Fofo asked me one day, to make a Google Sheet of all my expenses. Because why? Because I was getting out of hand with my purchases. And it's something that we have talked about in our past episodes, especially about finance, on how to control yourself when it comes to things that you want. And like Fofo with his sneakers back then, I just kept ordering things one after the other. The ending, she made her Google Sheets, she accounted for all the keyboard-related items that she purchased, and when I saw the final number, I saw many, 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 many digits. <laughs> How did you feel when I showed you the final outcome of my Google Sheets? Um, I did not feel much because I kind of had an idea of how much you spent. But I was curious what reaction you were going to have because I knew that Bonizi wasn't super aware of how much she had already spent. I wasn't. But let's go back to something that you told me before when I wanted to buy a bag. And when we talk about big purchases together, it's really something that we discuss. Is it worth it? Is it something that will make me happy? And you asked me one time, is buying this bag going to make you super happy or is us going on a trip to Japan with memories that we won't forget make you happier. And I chose at that time the trip to Japan because I knew it was going to make me happy. And at this time, maybe I will choose a keyboard <laughs> because I know it's going to make me happy. But at the same time, I know it's something that I'm going to use every single day. Like when I'm at the computer, Clicking on that keyboard and hearing those sounds makes me so happy. Okay, to a certain extent, what Bonizi is saying is true, but she only has two hands. She can only use one keyboard at a time, yet at the end of this year, she will probably have more than 10. Fofo, di mo ba alam? Octopus ako. Kahit octopus ka, four keyboards lang yan. What happens to the other six? And with that, we move on to how we've been managing these hobbies. More specifically, how we've been managing Bonizi's hobbies of collecting keyboards. 
So I asked a couple of people that I know that are into the hobby as well. Kung ano mga tanong na mga significant other nila, or maybe they have questions that they'd like to be enlightened by. So one of the first questions was, for a couple that has the same hobby, how do you manage your spending? Because we've been into sneakers at the same time together. In the beginning of me liking keyboards, we both had an interest in it. So how do we manage that? For me, it's a bit easier to manage it because I came from that intense sneaker collecting. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to the previous podcasts, my whole sneaker collection from almost almost 100 is now just five. So I've sold and liquidated all of my other sneakers and I refuse to have more than five pairs. Mm-mm. So I have been able to develop a bit more restraint even though there are hobbies that I really, really want to be able to yeah. collect. I'm able to kind of stop myself. Now for Bonizi... I think this is the first time since we've been together that she's actually seriously gotten into a hobby of collecting something. That's why I actually let you be. If you've noticed, she joins all these forums, all those keyboard groups. She's like following a million keyboard accounts on Instagram. So I'm super happy because I see such an intense side of Bonizi that I've never seen. So at the same time, natutuwa ako kahit umiiyak ang bank account namin. But it's a learning process. It's a learning process. It's a learning process. And it's a path that I want you to be able to go through because it's important for you to know what your responsibilities are in light of this intense desire to have all the keyboard and keycaps you want. I think also because of your personality and the attitude that you have towards hobbies, you always tell me, Look at it again. Tignan mo kung gustong gusto mo talaga. And when I look for keycaps or keyboards, I really think over and over again, is this something that I really want? And for the past couple of days, parang I've had this itch to like buy something. You know, like when you're at the mall and you're walking around, parang feeling mo, shucks, kailangan ko bumili kahit candy man lang or kahit notebook man lang basta may mabili ako I had that feeling eh parang you, you know before when I would go to the mall and just shop because wala lang so mindlessly shop mindless shopping that's something that I experienced recently and I really had to like knock some self into myself and say okay bones this is wrong you should not be spending mindlessly and you should actually know what you want so i have been slowly getting back into that now and i'm not mindlessly spending anymore yeah like i said i'm happy that bonizi is going through this because now she has an opportunity to catch herself Mm-mm. and be more responsible when she was younger that responsibility wasn't really there but now you know you are the woman of this household you are managing <laughs> and you are providing for your husband as i provide for you as yeah. well um <laughs> But this is a good time for you to be responsible and keep yourself in check. And me, as her loving hubby, I'm just here to catch her in case madapa siya. And madadapa talaga siya. Just like me, nadapa ako when I was collecting my sneakers. I made a lot of wrong decisions. But I'd like to say I've tried to keep learning from those experiences. So this is a time for you to start learning as well. And learn yeah. a lot, learn more about yourself, of course. It was pretty funny because Kanina, I wanted to join a raffle and I showed Mikael the keycaps. And I was just joining it because it's a pretty, you know, hot 
hot item. So parang people want to get it, they always want to buy it. And I showed it to Mikael, and the first thing he said was like, Ang pangit niya. Sobrang pangit nung kikap. Guys, pinakita sa akin ni Bones before we record this podcast. He's like, Fofo, I want to join a raffle tonight. It's starting in an hour. And I was like, okay, sure. Let me see it. Let's see if it's going to be worth it. And she showed me. And I was like, what in the world is that? Dude, it was like, it was fugly. <laughs> it was not good looking. And I told Bonizi, you know what? Bonizi, I know what you're feeling right now. Okay, sometimes nadadala ka na because of your intense desire to keep on collecting. Sometimes you can't even tell kung maganda na o hindi. Because I remember when I had my sneaker collecting height, mm. when I was at that height, I was asking Bonizi, Bonizi, ang ganda nito, no? Tingnan mo, tingnan mo. And Bonizi would look at me and she's like, no, it's so, it's not nice at all. It's unoriginal and it's tacky. And I was like, really? Really? And I just couldn't understand. But now yeah. I understand. When you're in that zone, parang, it becomes really hard to decipher, okay, what is really nice and what is something I really like and what is just hype, pero hindi naman talaga maganda. Yeah, and it, it also helps now. we really keep each other in check. So you ask me about your sneakers and I ask you about keyboard stuff. So when does spending on a hobby become too much? Like, what's the limit? Let's stick to your keyboard. So we have a specific example. For Bonizi, by the end of this year, she will probably have around 10 keyboards. I told her, that's okay. That is enough. Correction, Bonizi and I will have around 10 keyboards. <laughs> but the thing is, she bought a lot of those keyboards for me. Okay? So here's the thing. I told her, okay, let's not buy any more keyboards. Let's wait for all of them to arrive because some of them will arrive middle of the year, third quarter of the year, and end of the year. And when that happens, we will decide what to keep. Yeah. So ben Bonizi and I have decided let us not keep 10 keyboards because we only have two sets of hands. So the plan is we will look at it and the great thing about the keyboards that Bonizi bought and also the reason why I was on board for her to buy them was because we can sell them. Mataas yung resale value ng keyboards na binili niya. So for me, wala masyadong loss if you decide to sell it in the secondhand market. So you were on board for the keyboard. Yeah, it made sense financially. I was like, okay, yeah, this is okay. You can splurge a little bit here because we can recoup the cost later on. How about you? What's your take on that? I think it becomes too much when you have to dip into savings. Like... Diba? We always talk about putting aside money for rainy day funds, for investments, for savings in general. And of course, we also put aside money for things that we want to buy. It could be a travel fund or for me, it could be keyboards. But if you're starting to dip into one of your savings account na hindi para sa hobby mo, then I think it becomes too much. I really agree with that. And I resonate with that because I think a lot of people have that uh, that dilemma mm -mm. where their hobby is outgrowing the amount of money that they're earning. So they tend to dip in places where they should not be dipping. I hold that discipline in high regard because I find that so important. If you've listened to our previous podcasts, for me and Bonizi, saving is a non-negotiable. Yeah. It is mandatory and we've done it ever since we've gotten together and we've never missed. Mm -hmm. So we've never allowed any of our hobbies to eat into these essential and non-negotiable and mandatory savings accounts. So now that we have that, I'm sure, like you talked about it kanina, 
you were okay with my purchasing these keyboards because you knew that we could sell it eventually if I didn't want it anymore. But how do you even get to that point? Ano yung criteria for us para masabi natin na, okay, kailangan na natin ilet go to? Um, I think it's feel. I think it's a lot of feel because you and I have been together for 11 years. Yeah. Na natin yung isa't isa. Mm-hmm. So when I see you purchasing and purchasing, I kind of had an idea when to tell you, okay, Bonizi, stop, take a step back, and let's see kung ano yung mangyayari dito. Yeah. Kasi ang dami mo nang in order na hindi pa dumarating, let's wait for that. Mm. So I think a lot of it is feel and having that kind of chemistry and openness with your partner. I think that's the more important part, actually. Openness. Yeah. So knowing that, okay, Fofo, I bought this. Noted. Fofo, I bought this again. Noted. Fofo, I joined this raffle. Okay. And then I have an idea of how much she's starting to spend. And when I feel uncomfortable, I'll let her know. Na. There was the other... The other day, I won this artisan keycap that was super hard to get. And I showed Mikael the invoice. And he said, Grabe, ang mahal naman yan. Are you gonna pay for it now? Sabi ko, yes, I have to pay for it now. Kasi ilang oras na lang mapupunta na sa iba to. He said, okay, you can buy it. If you make sure that you do all your work today. Because I was lagging on my work that day and I secretly paid for another keycap that I hadn't told him about. So he was like, Dagdagan mo yung work mo today. Bonizi was asking me if she could buy this keycap, which I felt was quite unimpressive, but just okay. And I told her, You have to do your work. You will not buy this keycap if you do not finish your work. And true enough, Bonizi zoomed past her work. She edited like two videos and finished two other projects. And I was amazed at how fast she was working. Na motivate naman pala siya. It was nice that I found out that Bonizi's hobby motivates her to that extent. Although I hope that it doesn't happen again. We need to rely on your hobby to motivate you. Yeah. One time is enough. Yeah, one time is enough. Okay na yun. And I have to make sure that I don't rely on motivation to do my things. Yeah, you just have to do it because it's part of your job. I remember when I was at the height of collecting Lomo cams. It was such a fun time. But then it also came to the point that I wasn't using them. They were already collecting dust. And Mikael talked to me about it. He said, you know, these things are just sitting there and they're not being used. And I think it might be time for you to move on from this hobby. So it took a while for me to come to terms with that because True. it was something that I enjoyed collecting. It was a hobby that I enjoyed throughout the years. I kind of shrugged you off at that time. I was like, what are you talking about? I love this. And I was in denial that I wasn't into it anymore because I had spent time and money on something like this. So eventually, when I actually sat down in front of these cameras and I kind of talked to my cameras, pala, it's kind of funny I didn't know that, that I did. One. I was just like, magagamit pa kaya kita? Parang <laughs> may mga ganyang moments. Am I actually gonna bring this camera with me on my next trip? Because I have all these like new apps on my phone that have a Lomo effect. Is it something that makes me happy? Like, does this Lomo camera still make me happy? And eventually, I finally came to terms with me not being in this hobby and I sold all my Lomo cameras. I didn't know that story. I didn't know Bonizi talks to cameras. 
I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Okay, bonus. Let's make this conversation a bit juicy. Let's add a loaded question here. Oh, okay. What happens if you find out or if I find out that one of us has been secretly spending on our hobbies and it's an excessive amount and we're not telling one another? I would feel shocked because throughout the course of our relationship, now almost 11 years, we've always been honest with each other. True. And... I would be upset with the lying uh -huh. because you were hiding something that we normally discuss as a couple and it's something that we hold dearly because our only rule in this relationship is to be honest with each other. Mm -hmm. And if you were not 100% honest with me about something that you were spending excessively on, then I would be upset. I would approach you and ask you about it, but I would have to keep a calm head first because I want to hear it from you. I don't want to accuse you of something and I want you to be able to be honest with me at that moment. If you're not honest and you lie to me to my face, then I will be upset. So intense. So intense. So intense. So intense. Now, the reason why I asked that, Bonizi, is because it happens and it happens quite a lot. We see it in the movies. We see it on social media, yeah. we see it on TikToks, people make memes about it, like mm. boyfriends buying PS5s behind their girlfriend's back, just just an example. Or people dipping into like the tuition funds of their kids to buy their hobbies. It's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it is. It gets pretty crazy. But when you think about it, I think if I caught you doing that, I would be more curious what that hobby was. Because that means that your attachment to this hobby was greater than the significance you put in the honesty of our relationship. You're, you're completely So there right. are two yeah. things there that I think of. One is, okay, maybe it's turned into an obsession because an obsession can yeah. skew your values. Mm -hmm. So if it's an obsession, it's something that definitely and immediately needs to be addressed. On the flip side, I can also think of another reason and that is you've identified yourself with that hobby so much that nothing else matters. Na kahit yung relationship natin has become one, uh, one priority level lower yeah. than that hobby. And that's happened to people. I guess we just have to be wary about it because it could happen naman to anyone. It could happen yeah. to you later on in life. It could happen to me later on in life. Na you're collecting something and you just invest so much of yourself into it that your identity and you as a person is only measured against how big of a collection that hobby has become. Mm -mm. So that's a scary thought because we've seen friends who have gone through that. Yeah. We've seen uh, people on social media who have gone through that. So it's something that we would like to avoid. So I think having such an open and honest relationship helps us avoid that. But of course, it's never foolproof. Yeah, and parang some people would say na, eh, pera mo naman yan, Megan. Parang, why do you need to tell Mikael about it? And the reason why I practice telling you about it and I consistently do it is because we're a team. Yeah. You know, we're not, we didn't get married to like live separate lives. We got married to do things, to live this life together. And even though we are our own individuals, there are things that we like and do on our own, I think 
throughout this journey, we're here to help each other rise up above anything, diba? So I'm here to bring you down to the ground. You're here to bring me down to the ground whenever like things get rough. And that's why I consistently tell you about these things, even though sometimes medyo nahihiya ako because I'm like, baka i-judge ako ni Fofo dito sa purchase ko. But I'd rather you do and make a smart decision about it than keep on buying excessively and make stupid decisions. I really like what Bonizi said because everybody, and I, 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 this is something I truly believe, everybody needs an anchor. Yeah. In anything, in anything that you do for work, for your hobbies, for just life in mm-hmm. general, it's always nice to have this anchor who you can talk to and who you know will be real to you. She will give it to you 100 and she will be super honest whenever you need feedback or criticism. And I think that's what keeps you in check. In anything that we do, it's so hard to criticize ourselves and step away from ourselves and try to assess the situation. Yeah. It's always so much more helpful when you have that person who you completely trust and who you know will tell you, no, dude, this is what is happening to you right now. You need to adjust. Yeah, I agree. That was a loaded question, but I have an interesting question for us before we end the podcast. Okay, go. We all have very interesting hobbies. Like for me, it's keyboards. For you, it was sneakers. And people have some other quirky hobbies out there. How do you deal with people na, who don't get what you're into or what you collect? Because some people can be like... Judgy. Judgy. And some people be like, parang yung sinabi mo kanina, but they'll say it in a different way. Dami mo ng mga kamay, bakit ang dami mong keyboard? Uh, that's pretty easy for me. Okay. For me, it's to each his own. So if you see someone and they're collecting something and it's something that doesn't sit well with you, it depends on how close you are to that person. If it's you, I will call you out on it right away. But if it's a stranger or an acquaintance, then I will just let it go. It's not my place Mm. to be able to dabble into the personal life of this person. Or even if it's a friend, you have to be able to gauge what kind of relationship that you have. For you and me, I expect you to fully call me out if I'm doing something wrong or if I'm getting into something and I'm going down the wrong path already. Yeah, yeah. But I don't expect friend A or friend B or friend C to do that for me. I don't feel that we're, we have that kind of relationship. So for me, it's about respecting the personal space of others and knowing your place in the lives of the people around you. I get I completely understand that as an individual like Tayo, how we would approach somebody... That's what we would do. But what if somebody said these things to us? How would we deal with this kind of judgment? Oh, well, I would not mind it because that person probably doesn't matter enough to me for me to mind it. Same here. I wouldn't care about what they say, honestly, because both you and I know what makes us happy and we keep we stay with that. Yeah, the person in my life who can hurt me with words is the person who's closest to me, and that's the person who's beside me. Everyone else, uh, yeah, doesn't really matter as much. It's yeah. very clear to, to in my head uh, who are the people who can hurt me with words, and there aren't a lot of people in my life who can do that because it's just a very small circle. I'm also happy that you taught me to love myself more. Like, you helped me have that mindset because before I would be so conscious about what people would say when it came to anything that I liked and I thought people would judge me for like gaming and for liking techie stuff but it was you that said Bones these are things that you like you should embrace it 
just enjoy it and don't care what people say because they may not like it they may not enjoy it but you do and i think that's important and with that that is our whole hobby episode here on hashtag behind relationship goals that was pretty lengthy i know it was such a, an interesting topic yeah for us we to went discuss. into so many different corners of hobby collecting i know i'm really interested now to see kung ano yung mga hobbies na mga nanonood ng hashtag behind relationship goals but if you guys do have questions for us you can always email us at behind relationship goals at gmail.com don't forget to like and subscribe because wala pa na tayo mag 100,000 really oh my god we're, we're gonna like get that play something. button we're like 80 something so please subscribe whenever you watch the podcast and with that happy news we are ending this podcast thank Thank you so much for watching or listening if you're on spotify i am fofo and i'm bones and this is hashtag behind relationship goals bye bye